The Tri-State's number one motorsports talk show. Today's program is brought to you in part by our marketing partners. Recognized by the Eastern Motorsports Press Association as one of the top racing shows in the Eastern United States. Here's Rapping on Racing. Rapping on Racing, October 18, 2022. Today's program will feature Tyler Harris and Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Some of the items we will discuss include the year of opportunity, 27 different first-time feature winners, the Cheplick Packing Series, the Ed Laboon Memorial, Herb Scott Memorial, and the 2022 Final Point Standings. I want to welcome Tyler, and I understand you have a nice interview with Gavin Kokolis, but let's talk first. Yeah, you ain't kidding, Don. It definitely came to fruition this year. I was just doing some research just so I have a little bit of talking points to talk to you about for this uh, segment here. Uh, the year of opportunity and, unfortunately, the year of some bad accidents as, as well at Pittsburgh. But let's focus on the positives here. 27 different first-time divisional winners at our Speedway for the 2022 season. I have a whole list of them, and it's absolutely incredible. Matt Bernard. Lucas Weaver, Susie Rudolph, Tyler Hollister, Tim Schaefer, Logan Robertson, Philip Bubeck, Jordan Perkins, Cody Catellis, Tyler Dietz, Jonathan Catellis, Logan Catellis, Sadie Snasco, Abby Gindelsberger, Zoe Knight, Travis Brown, Noah Bubeck, Travis Corbin, Eric Reynolds, Matt Knight, Jacob Jordan, Alex Bright, Parker Fredrickson, Dan Kerger, George Hobaugh, Wally Stock, and Ryan Maglione. Those 27 drivers may have won features elsewhere. They may have won in different divisions at Pittsburgh. However, in the 2022 season, those drivers earned first career divisional victories at the Speedway. That's amazing. And one of the names you mentioned uh, is hotter than a firecracker, and that's Tyler Dietz. He's winning all these big shows all over the country. Yeah, you ain't kidding. He's doing absolutely phenomenal. Uh, $10,000 win at Bridgeport. Uh, just picked up the Steel City Stampede 4,000 to win victory just uh, last night uh, as of this recording. And I think we're going to be hearing from Tyler Dietz in a future episode or a future podcast of Rapid on Racing. So I look forward to that conversation. Let's talk about the Cheplik series. Yes, the Cheplik series, a new thing that came on board this year. Thank you so much to Cheplik Packing. Uh, proud sponsor of our hobby stock division for the 2022 season. I hope that we can continue that partnership for 2023. Uh, a great company. If you've never been down to Cheplik Packing in Finleyville, 100% recommend it. A full-service butcher shop with an in-store market as well. They've got you covered for everything meat and more. So highly recommend Cheplik Packing. Five races were on the uh, card for the 2022 season. Cody Catellis winning the first and second one of those. Race number three went to Frank McGill. The fourth race, Adam Free, came out like a firecracker, looking absolutely unbeatable. That would happen to be the Wee Willie White Memorial. He won race number four. And Gary Catellis, the second annual Josh Langer Memorial, was the number five winner. And ultimately, the series wrapped up with that. The Cheplick Series champion happened to be a rookie driver to the division, Logan Catellis. Uh, you talk about awesome seasons. Logan is certainly up there. 
five wins on the year, winning the Chaplick Series, coming at home second in points. Um, so the hobby stocks, they lived up to their name, though a lot of them, um, the, the field as the season went on continued to dwindle little by little. A lot of drivers getting tore up. Parts availability wasn't the greatest. Um, but nonetheless, the, the racing and the Chaplick packing hobby stocks was absolutely incredible all season long, and especially in those Chaplick Series races. When you mention the the Catellus family, they are such a big part of Pittsburgh in several divisions. I mean, you never know who's going to show up and what they're going to be driving. Yeah, yeah, and I think we have a young gun coming up through. I think Blake Catellus is going to be in a young gun next year. I don't know if that's certain or not. I haven't heard 100% confirmation on that, but I know he's getting to that age. So, um, And Cody has plans of, of moving from possibly from pro stocks to crate late models. That's, again, not 100%, but that's something that's kind of going through the grapevine. So, um, yeah, the Catellas are incredible. The McGills, too, are right there. I mean, the McGills have brought so many competitors, uh, family members and stuff. There's so many of these large families that come to Pittsburgh, uh, and, and it's greatly appreciated every week. We, we appreciate not only just having them with us, but you know, bringing that competition for the, for the fans and the stands to watch as well. There's a couple really big shows at Pittsburgh every year, and we would be remiss if we didn't talk about what Vince Laboon does. Yeah, the 11th Annual Ed Laboon Memorial for the HOMAC Penn Ohio Pro Stock Championship Series presented by Can-Am. Certainly one of the biggest races of the year, not just for pro stocks, but in western Pennsylvania region as well. Um, Vince does such an incredible job. Um, the Hooks family as well with the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Championship Series. A really nice platform to showcase some of the best that, you know, I would say in the region, but honestly on a national scale of pro stock drivers, it has to be one of the top ones that you can think of. It's not just the Penn Ohio Pro Stock Series, but uh, even that event as well, the 11th Annual Edelman Memorial. Chris Schneider ended up winning that event. Christian Schneider was in second place, and I think Jordan Perkins rounded out the podium Um and it's just an incredible race every year, Don. I look forward to it. It's one of those events. And the nice thing is it happens really early on in the year. So that excitement is still going. You know, the, the initial excitement of the 2022 race season gets going, and then, boom, you're pretty much right into the end of the Memorial. So, um, yeah, Vince does an incredible job with that. It, we love at Pittsburgh working with the Home at Penn Ohio Pro Stock Championship Series. One of my all-time favorite drivers in my whole life was Herb Scott. And every year there's a memorial race for Herb. Uh, Some of the younger people don't understand or appreciate his impact on local racing. But this kind of brings back the memory for some of the younger people. Let's talk about that. Yeah, the Herb Scott Memorial. um, I've been really honored to have gotten to learn more of the history of our racetrack and within that the history of western pennsylvania racing as well in this past year you start looking through wins lists and seeing names that you're just not familiar with and then all of a sudden at some point through the year you meet that person or you meet the family members of that person and and the light bulb goes off um herb scott i got to meet his son deke a phenomenal guy and um it, it makes me wish I could have seen it for myself, you know, what Herb was able to accomplish in his career. Unfortunately, I'm not able to, but I can only hear about it and read about it in some articles and stuff. I think it's very important that we preserve the memory of these people who dedicated their, you know, so much to this sport to make it what it is today. Um, and it's awesome that we at Pittsburgh have the opportunity to have so many memorial races and Herb being one of them. 
the crusher, Mike Norris, winning that race this year for the Hobbit Auto and Truck Supply Rush Late Models presented by Born to Run Lubricants. That was a Flint's Tire Touring Series event. So some of the best regional and even national drivers, for that matter, making their way to Dirt's Monster Half Mile to compete. And not only that, Michael Norris winning isn't uh, necessarily new news, if you will. Uh, Mike's pretty accomplished at Pittsburgh, but Mike Rest got his first career podium finish in that race in the Rush Late Model. So kudos to Mike Rest. It was an awesome race to watch. Listeners, hold that thought. We're talking with Tyler, and we'll be back after these messages. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Let's talk points. Uh, What's the latest statistics on that? Well, points have been official, I believe, all the way back on September 24th was when they were made official. And uh, pretty cool situations, Philip Bubeck, in the uh, Rorick Automotive Rushter Late Models was the 2022 champion. He attended and made all 19 races that he was able to make and uh, took on the points championships, just proving consistency pays off in the long run. Second in points was Tom Klein. Cole Patrol was third. The Steel City Outlaws Tim Schaefer was fourth. And Cassidy Kamaker rounded out the top five in points. Tim Schaefer, um, you talk about a guy that's really been a blast to watch in these rush late models and he's enjoying it just as much as we are watching him he's he said it's just a whole different ball game from what sprint car racing is and it's given him a new appreciation and a new happiness to the sport so hearing that from a guy that is as accomplished as him you know a uh, national sprint car hall of fame member a former knoxville nationals champion uh, it's it's really cool to be able to watch that on a consistent basis uh, throughout the year at Pittsburgh. You look at what Tim has accomplished in open wheel racing and then making the transition 
to run local near near his home in a full bodied car. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, and and that's the other thing too. He's fourth in points on the year, and he made fifteen races. There's some weekends on some Saturday nights he was going out to Wayne County Speedway and racing the racing a sprint car rather than racing at home for points at Pittsburgh. So. I mean, he still juggled, and you saw it at the at the uh, Steel City Stampede where he ran one of uh, Brent Madison's backup cars. So uh, he's kind of like a hired driver for sprint cars, but he he said he wouldn't have it any other way the current way he currently has it. How about a racetrack promoter for the young kids? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Schaefer Speedway on Wednesday nights. Uh, you see people who participate in that. Charliers are actually one of them. You talk about Pittsburgh drivers and stuff. So, I mean, our flagman, Jeff Poro, he's also the flagman at Schaefer Speedway. It seems like a real nice little niche that they have up there in Aliquippa. I'd like to go see it for myself. I haven't had the opportunity to do that. They race on Wednesday nights. But uh, I think next year in 2023, I'm going to have to make, make my way up and check it out for myself. They're the future of our sport. A couple names that jump off the page that race carts. A.J. Flick. The Blaney's, Dale and Dave. I mean, you never know where these young kids are going to end up. You talk about youngsters racing, look no further than the always safe flagging and traffic control young gun division at Pittsburgh. Some of the future stars of Western Pennsylvania racing are at our racetrack every Saturday night competing uh, for next to nothing. I mean, oftentimes that these drivers are simply competing for seat time, experience, and no purse. And they do it for the love of the sport. They do it because they grew, either grew up in it or they're curious and they want to know more. And that's when they get behind the wheel of these things. Uh, looking at the point standings for that division, Emmy Laboon was the points champion, winning five races this past year. Zoe Knight went on a tear through the midseason, winning three races in a row. She finished second in points. Abby Gindelsberger was fourth in points, and Sadie Snatchko was fifth in you know, you talk about some of these drivers winning their first career wins. I mean, Tyler Hollister was one of them. Snatchko won one, or won two also. Gindelsberger won a few. Zoe Knight won a few. So uh, the future stars of Western Pennsylvania racing is bright at Pittsburgh. One of the things I find interesting, there's a little track, quarter mile, no, I think it's an eighth mile, uh, Millbridge Speedway, about a half hour from my house. And on any given night there, I could be up there and see Kyle Busch or Kyle Larson or Ricky Stenhouse, but nobody is focusing on the names I mentioned. They're all watching the children of these NASCAR legends. And people don't bother them for pictures or autographs because it's dad's night at the track with his son or daughter, and it's just a pleasure to watch these kids race. Well, that's how it should be. You know, I'm sure that being in the spotlight that much is, is rewarding, but also can be difficult at times. In situations like that, the focus deserves to go on the kids, so I, I 100% agree. Yeah, it's like an unwritten rule. Nobody said it. It's not written down anywhere, but don't bother Dad while he's focusing on his child's racing program. Yeah, you can't blame them one bit there. Well, I think we pretty much covered things. Is there any closing thoughts or anything? Now, you mentioned something we can look forward to in a future broadcast, but... Uh, have we covered everything for this one? Well, I haven't quite gotten to all of the point standings. I kind of wanted to go over the top five for the other divisions. I have a few other ones that I wanted to talk about. The Penn Ohio Pro Stocks 
saw AJ Poljak pick up the championship with Brian Hushko coming in second, Nick Katuba third, Tanya Charlier fourth, and Frank McGill in his debut season in the Pro Stocks uh, came out with a top five in the point standings there. You look at the hobby stocks, Frank McGill was a two-time and back-to-back champion in that division with Logan Catellos finishing second, Tony McGill third, Gary Catellos fourth, and Matt Bernard rounded out the top five. That points championship came down to the very last night and came down to the very last lap for that matter as Frank McGill won that race on September the 24th, I believe it was, and Logan Catellos came home second. So kudos to the Frank McGill for going back-to-back in his championship. And in the Crawford Auto Repair, open four cylinders. Craig Rudolph was the champion with his daughter, Susie Rudolph, finishing second. Travis Corbin was third. Derek Quigley fourth. And Travis Clark jumped from the always safe flagging and traffic control young gun division and jumped over to the Crawford Auto Repair, open four cylinders, and came home with a top five finish in points for his, for his efforts. So congratulations to Travis Clark on making that transition. Uh, a few other point standings that we kept, Jacob Jordan. I want to mention him because this is his home track. Pittsburgh is his home track. He lives right up the road in Aliquippa, Pennsylvania. Has looked up to Tim Schaefer for so long. He not only got his career first victory at Pittsburgh, he got his first in the division there, and he also comes home with a points championship. So congratulations, Jacob Jordan. Certainly well-earned. Cole Holden was second in points, third with Lucas Cannon. Chelsea Craigish was fourth, and Tony Tattenhurst rounded out the top five. And congratulations, too, to Chelsea Craigish on getting married to Darren Gallagher in the sprint cars. She wasn't able to be with us on that last race of the year. Neither was Darren for obvious reasons, but uh, it worked out pretty well. I'm very happy for those two. Um, you talk about couples in racing that are just uh, really special, really nice people. Um, those two are certainly it. You wouldn't find a nicer group of people anywhere, racing or otherwise. Well, Tyler Harris, the voice of Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, I thank you for being with us today and look forward to your next broadcast whenever you're ready. All right, that sounds good, Don. We'll keep everybody up to date with uh, the 2023 season. I just encourage everyone to follow us on Facebook by searching Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway and stay tuned to our website, ppms.com, for all information coming up for the 2023 season. Listeners, hold that thought. We're talking with Tyler, and we'll be back after these messages. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. But with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group, 
As a Curtis Power Solutions company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Ladies and gentlemen, joining me now in the pits at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway is a young driver in the always safe flagging and traffic control young gun division here at Pittsburgh. And it's Gavin Kakalis, driver of the red and black number 91, the glass works, the hard top shop 91 Chevy Cavalier. Uh, this is your second year in racing, Gavin, which is pretty cool. A true young blood, a first generation driver, which is kind of uh, unheard of these days. A lot of times we praise third generation drivers, fourth generation drivers. But here you are, first generation driver. You get into it with your father and you decide to come race here. How has it been so far in your career? It's been really fun. We've had a good time racing so far, so I hope it continues to be that way. Yeah, it seems like you're having a lot of fun. Um, your first year in, in leaps and bounds progress. I say that about pretty much every young gun driver, but this division is solely for that purpose where you get to learn the ropes of racing, you get some seat time, you get to learn the feel of a race car, front wheel drives, rear wheel drives, two little bit of different things, but nonetheless, you still learn what it is. But I can remember your first night out, Gavin. Talk to me about your first season. Talk to me about what those first opening laps were like for you. It was kind of scary at first. I was intimidated by the track and by the other people out there. But I think I did good that night. Yeah, I mean, you stick to the bottom. You kind of learn to feel the things. But slowly throughout that first season, I can remember watching you start to gain a little bit more confidence. Did you feel that same confidence that we got to see from an outsider perspective? Yeah, I started to get more comfortable with racing and how it went every night. So you complete that first year. Talk to me what that second year was like, that transition from year one to year two, going into the season, uh, uh, this season, I guess the 2022 season, your second year. What was that transition like from the end of the first season to the start of the second season? In the second season, I was a little bit nervous because I've been on break from racing for a bit. Um, But I think I've gotten better and I've um, gotten better with racing and more comfortable again. So those first couple of weeks, you knocked the rust off. Did you feel that the rust came off pretty quick, or did you have to work for a couple of weeks to get that rust off? I think it came off pretty quick. And we talked about, I was just mentioning your progress from that first year, you know, sticking to the inside, really learning the ropes. And then all of a sudden, you, you see this black and red 91 Chevy Cavalier start really working around the different angles of the racetrack, not just sticking to the low side. You're now finding middle grooves, high grooves. And not only that, you're being very, very competitive within the field. So seeing that progression from our side is cool. But what is that like from inside the car yourself? Do you, do you see that progression that, oh, I'm running toward the front of the field now, or I'm running mid-pack and I'm putting on position? battles yeah i'm trying like experimenting with where on the track is best for me and which gets me faster and like catches me up to the front of the pack and i'm sure that changes every week different tracks different setups and that's something that you and i are going to get to but i'm sure that changes every week am i right yeah sometimes it changes and i'm more comfortable with different kind of tracks and uncomfortable with others what kind of tracks do you feel more comfortable on um i'm usually comfortable with the tackier tracks 
That's pretty common. A lot of people, the, learning how to drive in a slick, I feel like, comes with a lot of time, a lot of seat time, a lot of progress. So we, I was just talking about setups. Obviously, your father and you coming into this, a first-generation driver, you're learning on the fly. Talk to us about what your first time racing, getting involved in racing was like. How did you even get involved with this division here at Pittsburgh? Me and my dad came out here one night. Um, we checked out the races, and we saw the young guns out there. And we thought it was really cool and that I liked it and he liked it. So we thought we could do it and we got a car and we just started racing out here. So just for clarification, you came here one time, you watched the races one time and decided that this is something that we can do. You go out, buy a race car and enter the Young Guns Division. How long after that did that happen? Um, not too long, but we had to get everything with the car ready. We had to get all the safety equipment and everything, the roll cage. So it did take a little bit of time to get out there. So you came and watched one race. You come and you enter the next time. Was it the next time at the racetrack for you? You were entering as a competitor? Yeah. That's really impressive, Gavin. That's really cool. So as I go back to what I was talking about with setups, you obviously had no clue what was going on as far as setting up a race car. You just learned how to build a race car, make it legal for competition, and now you're literally putting the pieces of the puzzle together one night at a time trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. What has that been like for you? It's been pretty good. We've gotten a lot of good um, responses from other drivers on how the track works and how to set up your car and tire pressure just to make it a little bit easier for us to drive and gives us a better experience. The benefit for you, I've learned, is that you're a very hands-on oriented learner. Um, you learn a lot through what you, you and your father do at your shop. You guys have, uh, I believe, a Chevy Corvette that you're putting back together, which is pretty cool. But from conversation that I've had with you prior to this interview, you're a very hands-on learner. You love working with your hands. I do. I love carpentry. Uh, that's something I uh, would hope to focus on after racing. The other thing I talked to you about, too, was how impressive your education is. Your age, 14 years old, you go to West Allegheny School District, you just started ninth grade, and now what you're looking to do on top of just going to everyday school is you're doing something, uh, vocational technology school. Am I correct in that? Yes. So what is that school and what are you learning? It's Parkway, and right now I'm learning HVAC. Um, we will rotate throughout the year to carpentry, electrical, and um, welding, so that's pretty exciting too. But I uh, plan to focus on carpentry. That's really cool. And the nice thing is, is about you rotating through those different things. Is you might decide now that you like carpentry, but you might do HVAC and go, oh, this is really cool, or you might do welding and oh, this is really cool. But overall, the best thing out of all of this is you now have those skills to take with you for the rest of your life. And I'm sure a lot of those skills may even generate to what your racing career will have as well. Yeah, I think it will. I think it could help me understand how the car works with electrical and HVAC, with the wires and everything that goes into the car. I think that could help. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in to Rapid on Racing, I'm speaking with Gavin Kakalis, driver in the always safe flagging and traffic control young gun division here at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Listeners, hold that thought. We're talking with Tyler, and we'll be back after these messages. At Alternative Power Sources, they have always understood that your generator needs are never one size fits all. They are still the local generator company you have come to know and trust. 
fund with expanded resources and expertise as a subsidiary of Curtis Power Solutions Company, part of the Indel Power Group. As a Curtis Power Solutions Company, they offer quality brands such as MTU, Kohler, Southeastern Power Products, and Yamaha Generators. They bring more experience for working on complex projects such as engineering and design services for data centers and healthcare facilities. At the same time, they continue to service all brands of standby generators. Also, don't forget to ask about their rentals for your next event or power emergency. If you have a project, Alternative Power Sources has a solution. Contact them today at 1-800-894-4455. That's 1-800-894-4455. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just tuning in to Rapid on Racing, I'm speaking with Gavin Kakalis, driver in the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Gun Division here at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Uh, Gavin, we were just talking a little bit more about your education and wh where that's led you to this point. Let's continue talking about your racing career to this point, though. The racing background is really cool, uh, or the education background is really cool, but your racing career to this point, you're now within almost finishing up your second season of racing. Something pretty significant happened earlier this year. Um, you had your first experience of getting in a pretty bad accident what was that like for you as far as the moment of taking everything in and, and seeing it all happen kind of firsthand what was that like it was pretty scary when i wrecked my car was really badly damaged we had to get a new one um i wasn't really hurt though because all the safety equipment but we did have to get a new car we had to scrap the old one and we built the car up and we were ready for the next week so we got out there again that's what I want to talk to you about because it's really impressive what you, your father, your crew were able to do throughout the course of that week. You total your race car after a flip. So not only do you have to mentally overcome that as a young driver in yourself, but you now have to come up with a new race car and put, get it put together. And you've managed to do that within a week. It was easy for you, for a lot of people to assume that you wouldn't be back for a couple of weeks at minimum just to kind of overcome all that mental that goes into it with with wrecking but also just to get a car put back together but you guys come out the very next week and we're back competing again that was remarkable gavin i applaud you and your crew for getting that done so quickly thank you so talking about the season you overcome that you really haven't skipped a beat after that wreck a couple of weeks to kind of get adjusted to the new car led to some less than desirable finishes i would presume on your end but ever since then you've been back up into the mix battling for position throughout the field and getting a couple of top two finishes as well which is i believe your best career finish today to second yep i think you've done that a couple of times now but you're eyeing up for that frary first win i and you smile when i say that because i know that you're excited for it it's just a matter of time am i right yeah, I think we're getting pretty close. I'm starting to learn more about how to 
get more momentum on the track and get up there faster. I think you're learning and you think you're coming a long way. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up. Some closing thoughts that uh, you want to talk about. Um, I want to thank my dad and Glassworks and Kovaches for my tires and all the fans that come out to see me and cheer me on every night. So you are a ninth grader at West Allegheny School District. Do you brag at all about your racing? Sometimes, my friends, yeah. Well, you deserve to brag, and I think you're going to brag a lot more when you get that career first win. What do you say? Yeah, I think I will. I think you deserve it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been an interview with Gavin Kukalis, driver in the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Gun Division here at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Gavin, we look forward to seeing your progress through the remainder of this year. And before I go ahead and wrap things up, one question comes to mind. What's uh, what's on the uh, efforts for next year? Do you think you're going to be back in the Young Gun Division or maybe see in something else? I think we will be in the Young Gun Division next year, but I think we do plan to move up to a different class eventually. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this has been an interview with Gavin Kukalis, driver of the number 91 in the Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control Young Gun Division here at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. We're going to cut to a commercial break and more wrapping on racing after this. Listeners, hold that thought. We're talking with Tyler and we'll be back after these messages. Are you in need of financial planning or portfolio review? Rick Sabo of RPS Financial Solutions is an independent financial planner who has testified as an expert witness on insurance and investment fraud. He helps people who are concerned about their portfolio or with other financial matters. His services include investments, pension, and 401k rollovers, estate planning, life insurance, and long-term care alternatives. As a registered IRS tax preparer, he can assist retirees with the completion of property tax rebate forms and other government tax reduction programs at no charge. Mr. Sabo does not charge a fee to meet with potential clients for a fact find. His office is located at 5061 Route 8, Gibsonia, PA. If you are in need of any of the services that he provides, give him a call at 724-443-5720. That's 724-443-5720. Or email him at rick.sabo at jwcemail.com. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, member of FINRA SIPC. Advisory services offered through J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated, neither J.W. Cole Advisors Incorporated or J.W. Cole Financial Incorporated, nor its representatives provide legal, tax preparation, or accounting advice. Persons who provide such advice do so in a capacity other than as a registered representative of J.W.C.A., J.W.C. RPS Financial Solutions and J.W.C., J.W.C.A. are unaffiliated entities. Every day when they open the doors at Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, their goal is to provide great customer service by offering affordable automotive and truck repair service performed by highly trained technicians at the highest industry standard. By implementing the latest diagnostic equipment and computerized repair manuals, you can rest assured that your vehicle will be repaired to factory specifications for your specific car or truck. At Zarin Truck and Automotive, they believe in honest repairs and will demonstrate that fully by explaining the repair or service you are receiving, and they'll give you an estimate or quote before work is performed. When you choose Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights, Pennsylvania, you are choosing professional automotive repair and maintenance performed by expert automotive technicians. That's Zarin Truck and Automotive in South Heights. Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway would like to thank all of our marketing partners who helped make our 2022 a success. Rourke Automotive Group, Cheplick Packing, Crawford Auto Repair, Always Safe Flagging and Traffic Control, Falcone's Moon Township Automotive, Rock Auto, 
Next Gen Outdoor Services, Summit Racing Equipment, Basil Race Fuels, Coca-Cola, Calusi Chevrolet, The Coriopolis Record, Isley's, J.D. Hall Excavating, Octane Customs, Precise Racing Products, Hoosier Tire Mid-Atlantic, Racing Junk, Rhino Racing Classifieds, Yingling, Zarin Truck and Automotive, and Zufall Communications. We would like to also congratulate our 2022 champions in the Rush Late Models, Philip Bubeck, in the Hobby Stocks, Frank McGill, for the Chuplick Series, Logan Catellis, in the Penn Ohio Pro Stocks, AJ Poljack, in the Open Four Cylinders, Craig Rudolph, and in the Young Guns, Emmy Laboon. Stay tuned to our social media channels and our website, ppms.com, for upcoming information regarding our 2023 racing season. the tri-state's number one motorsports talk show today's program was brought to you in part by our marketing partners recognized by the eastern motorsports press association as one of the top racing shows in the eastern united states have a great week and be sure to turn another installment of wrapping on racing <laughs>